everyone, it's Izzy Eze, along with Tembi, and welcome to Somewhat Grown, a podcast about adulting from two 20-somethings, just figuring it out, and embracing the process. Hey everyone, welcome back to episode nine, this is Izzy. Hey, it's Tembi, welcome back. Yes, welcome back. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to our last episode on finances, Uh, very heavy topic, very vulnerable topic as well, but we really do hope that you were able to gain something from it. And we are here with our next episode, which is just probably more heavy, maybe a bit more vulnerable, but we want to talk about (laughs) um, heartbreak uh, around this time of Valentine's Day. People are thinking about romantic feelings, et cetera, et cetera. But have we really thought about the other side of things where people might be going through something that is not as lovey-dovey and not as you know roses and red violets are blue mm. type vibes um so yeah we thought this just a bit be... heavy just a little yeah, bit just, more heavy just a bit <laughs> heavy you know like I'm just thinking about the people that are maybe having a tougher time around Valentine's Day put it that way <laughs> yeah yeah um so I guess we can go straight into it but maybe just start off with the random word generator should we do that yes let's do the word of the day Word of the day. Thanks, Tembi. So the word of the day is packets. You know, these words just get more and more interesting, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Packets. Girl, Mm. you're going to have to take this one. (laughs) (laughs) How does packet relate to heartbreak? Um... Ooh. I have a Ooh, go on. I don't know. Yeah, I saw that little spark there. Yeah, um, go on. I guess I'm thinking about packets in terms of packaging. And I feel yes. like maybe some people can go through heartbreak because they had like an idea of romance. Like they've they've packaged this idea of a guy in their head, for example. And they've said that Come this on is now. What... Girl, I mean, I'm trying out here. <laughs> because they said this is this is the package this is everything that I need in a man Mm. and then like (laughs) and then (laughs) speak the truth (laughs) and then they realize oh wait like it's really not all fairy tales and and roses and all of that um Mm. so that's kind of how I think about it but what about you wow wow that's (laughs) Where do I go from that? Um, packets. <laughs> Literally, all I thought of was crisp packets. Literally. And, um, I was probably going to run on something like, if we think of your heart as a packet, mm-hmm. um, packets are things that you care more about what's on the inside than what's on the outside. Ooh. And <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. I like it already. Um, I think similar to you Mm. it's about um, but I guess maybe thinking more about the purpose of a packet it's to not only contain what's inside but also to protect it Mm. if pack if crisps just came open like that they'd be contaminating mixing up with all different things and germs and stuff Mm. we need them contained literally in order to consume them and Mm. I think in the same way with your heart you have to contain it protect it Mm. and um and make sure that it's you keep that that packet um and you know if you do decide to let someone open it 
mm. um, have a little nibble of what's <laughs> inside. <laughs> okay, maybe that sounds wrong. <laughs> I love um, but if you decide to open your heart to someone, then, you know, it's always a risk, mm-hmm. but it's important to, um, I guess, know that it's going to be worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure the right person is opening it, I guess, you know? Yeah. That's deep. That's deep. But what, what made you um, think about this topic? Girl, I mean, in all honesty, because I'm going through it right now, <laughs> I was just like, mm-hmm. I feel as though someone else is going through this. Um, and it's so strange because I think about, I don't know, I think about heartbreak. Like what what even is heartbreak? There is There are many different forms, for example. You can experience heartbreak because you've just been in a relationship and you're just getting out of it. Or maybe it could be a friendship thing or maybe it could be heartbreak out of what you thought could be and isn't at the moment if you know what I'm saying so Mm -hmm. I just feel like yeah that's kind of what I'm going through and I feel as though maybe I haven't heard as much on it um Mm. maybe through podcasts for example so it would be nice to touch on it and especially kind Mm. of doing it around this time I think it is good but um Mm. yeah I mean what do you think about like do you feel like there are different forms of heartbreak as well or, or like, how do you kind of see that? Do you know what I mean? Have you gone through it in a way? Yeah. I mean, firstly, that's, I just, I guess, want to acknowledge how vulnerable it is for you to bring that into this platform. Oh, um, obviously, you. me and you have talked outside of it. But yeah, just like yeah. kudos to you on on being brave there um, when you're kind of in the midst of it. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely think there are different types of heartbreak. I've experienced different types of heartbreak in mm-hmm. the context of friendship and Mm. also romantically and also just from expectations in life and being Mm. disappointed from that point um I do think my hardest hitting heartbreak was actually from friendship um wow and I think that surprised me because it was similar to how you're saying I've not really heard this talked about Mm. I've not really come across a lot of counsel and talks around how do you deal when deal with heartbreak when it's in the context of a friendship? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a whole topic in and of itself. Yeah. Um, but maybe, yeah, with with this one, um, are we are we focusing it more on romantic yeah. heartbreak? Do you think? Yeah, I think um, maybe we can actually do a not a separate episode on on heartbreak in terms of in in relation to friendships um but Mm. maybe this one I think should be focused more on romantic heartbreak uh because I even Mm. think you can even go inside that and really delve into that there are different forms in that sense as well um but Mm. yeah I think I think yeah let's probably let's probably stay here in romantic just because it's valentine's right um for now but sure so I mean we're gonna start off with a really heavy question I guess um what do you think about love? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, basically, <laughs> I guess, yeah. What What do you think about the idea of love in relationships? Do you feel like love is enough to sustain a relationship, like a healthy relationship? Or do you think there are other factors that are added to that? Mm, that's such a big question. I feel like the... 21 year old me would have answered this differently to the now 27 year old me first of all I just Mm. want to say that okay I feel like um there's 
there's a different mindset that I had when I was still in my early 20s mm-hmm. that I think I've outgrown and have shared partially it's it's sad um mm-hmm. but partially it's it's needed and I'm grateful for it you're um, grateful that it was that it is sad right now sorry I, I I'm, think I'm grateful that I've oh sorry I mean I'm I'm grateful that I don't have that anymore mm. um even though it is sad okay um but all of it to say I think a younger 20s Tembi would have said love is everything <laughs> you know I think I was very much um just really like and still am in love with the idea of love mm. but I I feel like um how the things that I thought it took to love I think I don't really I didn't really have a full appreciation of that in the sense of um while I was still kind of forming and understanding myself as a person Mm -hmm. I I was also dealing with how to um I guess communicate that with someone else Mm -hmm. and how to identify what I what it looks like to love me um and have someone else love me and I feel like um because I was still figuring that out mm. I just kind of went into it with the expectations that are given to me from like you know films mm. and tv and mm. songs mm-hmm. and having that expectation that when you are you find the right person and you are in love mm. it's just like um you you're just meant to understand each other mm. and when you argue you make up really quickly and then it's fine mm-hmm. and you know what I mean <laughs> and yeah. I think being in being in a relationship and having different experiences and understanding that um people are complicated Mm. and even when you are trying to communicate you know a message still may not translate and there's so many things underneath that and I feel Mm. like the now me feels like love is obviously important Mm. but there's so many other things that need to be aligned in terms of your values in terms Mm. of uh I guess your outlook and things that you want Mm. like even practically where you want to live if you want to have kids or not I think those are things that are also you have to be kind of very straightforward and and Mm. to the point sometimes in order to make a relationship work in a pragmatic way yeah um yeah but what do you think um I actually had a question as well so I'm thinking do I ask the question or do I answer yours okay <laughs> I'm not sure um but um I I I was gonna ask um do you know what it takes do you feel like you know what it takes now to love you because I think you said when you when you're younger you weren't too sure what that looked like how do I want to receive love like do you know what that looks like now and do you think it was as a result of heartbreak or maybe something else that's a good question. Um, uh, <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think, in order to, I said this in a in a, in a poem when I was like really working through this, mm. and it's such a cliche, but I honestly do think it is paramount. Right. You can't love you can't love someone until you love yourself. Essentially, mm. is is the biggest thing, and I know it's such a cliche, but. For me and in my experience, I think that's the essence of what I'm trying to say. It's that wow. in my early 20s, I was someone who was habitually forgetting to look after my body in the sense of like 
being really busy trying to do too many things and sometimes mm. I'd forget to eat and I'm just mm. running on energy mm. I was definitely someone who was not aware of you know things like self-talk or uh, mm. just very critical of myself mm-hmm. and I'm just using those examples to say I didn't know how to even spot those things let alone be like no Mm. that's not how I should you know treat myself I need to look after myself and I think I just went through the process of like doing that realizing it's not functional Mm. and then um, realizing that I really need to apply that self-love and it's like that quote from that poet Rudy Francisco that says and I'm paraphrasing I love love, he has so many lines right but one of my favorite of his is that one and I'm going to paraphrase it um but, you know, perhaps we should love ourselves so fiercely that anyone else who tries to knows exactly how it should be done. And I, I think that's mm. essentially what I mean. I think I've had to learn first how to love myself, how to show up for myself, to know that, you know, what to, lo- to love Tembi, you need to know how to navigate boundaries. Boundaries are really important for me. You need to realize how important words of affirmation are for me. You need to, um, yeah, just different things that um, I've taken time to like be conscious of. This is how, Mm. this is what love looks like to me. Mm -hmm. And it's how I receive it from my friends, from my family Mm. and romantically as well. And yeah, yeah, I think that's what I mean. Does that answer your question? Yeah, no, it definitely does. I love like love 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 what you said about loving yourself knowing how to love yourself and as a result you can love others and and love them better as well um so I think I think that's so important and I mean not to get all Christian-y but to phrase like the bible (laughs) where it's like love your neighbor as yourself and I'm thinking yes you can only love your neighbor to the extent that you love yourself if you don't love yourself Mm. how can you love your neighbor what what does that even look like um Mm -hmm. And I feel as that maybe some people feel as feel as though if I just do everything for this person and you know I'm the one dependable person for them, then that is love. And not necessarily if you're no. neglecting yourself and your exactly. needs. Exactly. You can't pour from an empty cup, right? Exactly. Your own needs and desire desires, and eventually you're just gonna run on empty. But to go back to the question of if I think love is enough, I mean. I think that's really difficult. Uh, it's like, it's kind of what you're saying. Like when you were younger, you were saying uh, you would have said yes. And I feel as though it's like, I want to believe that. Like, I really, really want yeah. to believe that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but maybe, I guess, the more mature side of me or, or the wiser side of me is like, love is not enough <laughs> to make mm. a sustainable, to have a sustainable relationship. Um, but then it also makes me think about what 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 even is a, a healthy relationship and mm-hmm. at the end of the day I feel like I feel like anything can like you can make any type of relation like romantic relationship work I guess but the real mm-hmm. question is like um you know is that something that you want to do are you willing to negotiate these things like I think mm-hmm. just stepping in and saying because we love each other everything else will, will work out I, d- I think is ignorant um Mm -hmm. however I'm sure there are some people that have done it and have figured it out and you know that's their own thing sort of thing to bear but I guess for me it's like I'd rather uh try at least to stand on some sort of foundation or foundations that are very uh I guess aligned um yes 
so that when it comes down to it in the moments when you don't love me because let's be real I mean not that I've been in a relationship like you know and, and experience all of that but it's kind of like there will be moments where you don't actually love me <laughs> let's be real because yeah you're human and like I'm gonna get on your nerves at some point and we're gonna go yeah. through tough times so in those moments where love isn't enough like I don't love you then what are we standing on what is the foundation what can yeah. we share that is like right now you really like you're not lovable <laughs> you know yeah but because of this foundation whatever that is um for me for example would be my faith it's like you know what I'm gonna love you because of how I feel like my own values around this topic does that make sense um it does so it's a yeah. choice right it's a I think choice. it's that distinction that love isn't a feeling it's a principle it's it's, yes. it's something that you choose that guides how you behave and mm. I'm I'm gonna sound a bit contradictory now because I think whilst the younger me would sees recognizes that wouldn't have thought love is necessarily not enough I think I still had the awareness that um like I've just always thought that love is is not clear-cut like uh, it's not always going to be those highs and lows. It's hard. It's difficult. And I just want to speak to that for a second, because I think mm. um, that was also coming from not the balanced view that I think comes with wisdom and um, understanding what love is. I think mm. also a view that I had was just like sometimes that it can be messy and not uh, a healthy messy as mm. in like um it will have its ups and downs but you know you still keep going and okay. um resilience and, above and again, anything sort of thing like you just want exactly and I yeah yeah and I think it's important to just speak to that for a second just to also distinguish that whilst uh you know love isn't the only thing that's needed um and I think no relationship will ever be perfect mm -hmm. I think it's about what's healthy mm. and um and and yeah like what's also good for your your mind your well-being and your, right. your spirit and what what aligns in that sense yeah um but because we're talking about I guess like heartbreak specifically in the context of love mm -hmm. um I'm curious about what some of your coping mechanisms have been with processing heartbreak I mean <laughs> uh I don't even know <laughs> to be honest. um I think it maybe like the whole self-talking that you're that you're talking about I've been I think I talk to myself quite a lot anyway like some people find it weird but anyway that's just how I process things sometimes um and mm. I've kind of just been encouraging myself just kind of telling myself that everything's going to be fine like everything's going to work mm. out in whatever that whatever way that means like things are going to be okay like um I've been through something like this, like this before and and at the in the moment it didn't feel good <laughs> at all and then like years later you're thinking oh wow yeah I'm actually cool with that guy or or, or not and it's absolutely fine yeah. um and so yeah I think I think self-talk is really important uh that's some way one way that I've been coping just kind of like saying everything's going to be fine and also more recently just allowing myself to go through it if you know what I mean because mm. I guess I guess I'm I'm quite a fixer I think I'm quite a fixer um mm. if there's an issue or if there's something that I want I kind of go for it if I but when I can't figure out why I feel a certain way or I can't 
fix how I feel immediately, then yeah. I find it very difficult. Um, uh, so I think, yeah, I've just been kind of saying like, it's okay. Like you can't cry. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm. And you might cry more than mm. once. And, you know, other people don't have to understand why you feel, for example, so emotional about something um, because it's not their story. It's not their experience. Um, yeah. So that is definitely another way that I've been coping. Um, writing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think probably as a creative person, I just love to write. Um, yeah. Do you know what I, I mean? was going to ask that as well? Yeah. Like, yeah. How has your creative outlet, I know like a singer songwriter, like mm. how has that played a role if it has in processing heartbreak? Yeah. yeah so yeah, I should probably say um, if I'm actually going through something in the moment, I find it easier to write, just kind of free write in a way, just journal everything mm. and write it all down. And um, mm. usually after that, it forms into some sort of poem. Basically, I find it hard to write everything I feel into a song because the <laughs> song is not mm. catchy <laughs> in my head. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just like, ah, oh, like that's how I feel. But I don't really like the song as it is. But I think I feel right. in my head that a song requires more thought for me than like just free writing or, or poetry for me does um, mm. because I can usually uh, be more creative and add more metaphors and things like that in my writing like mm. poetry so that's kind of yeah so that's kind of usually how I process things and then let's just say for example I write five paragraphs it's probably just going to be that first paragraph that will end up being a song and can yeah. I can create a song based on that um mm -hmm. and and yeah pretty much all of the songs that I've ever released like my all my Afrobeats tracks um are related to someone or 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 maybe one aspect of someone and then kind of expanding on that but there's always that kind mm -hmm. of um life experience I guess so mm -hmm. maybe I could say like this is just part of life and and it can turn into beautiful songs or creativity and stuff but yeah mm -hmm. I don't know um what about you how do you cope with things like this Oh, I hear that so much. Um, and it's so interesting to hear what you're saying about like a song being an even more condensed version of a poem because yeah. poems are so condensed. Oh. <laughs> but um, mm. yeah, I, I agree. I think generally like coping mechanisms that have been really helpful for me in a very real way, meditation has been great. Mm. Processing heartbreak, but also just in general with managing my emotions um mm. when I give a shout out to headspace the, mm. the app mm -hmm. um they actually have a specific uh series of meditations on healing from a mm. heartbreak and um I've used that before and it was good mm. um I think also I remember when I was going through it when I was going through it and I came across this um this blog mm. and this person was talking about like processing heartbreak how to heal from it and I remember mm. reading in it she was saying try and remember that the most raw most painful early stage of it like that's the good part mm. and I remember reading that and being like so mm. angry like what are you talking about <laughs> this is gut-wrenching like what are you talking about this is mm. the good part and mm. I think in retrospect I can appreciate it in the sense that when you're really like going through like and there's like levels of heartbreak as well but when mm. you're really going through it 
I'm talking about like this is like I don't know third heartbreak and it's like really mm-hmm. hitting hard mm-hmm. and um and it's like really raw I think you're the most raw mm-hmm. and there's you know there's a reason why people like joke around about like their favorite songwriters are gonna like come up with some fire track after a heartbreak <laughs> because you're raw you're raw yeah. when you're in that state you're very honest and mm-hmm. I think for me, I I realized that when I was journaling in that state and doing a lot of writing, Mm. I was accessing a part of myself that was just so much more Mm. free of any pretension, of any Mm. pride. Mm. (laughs) Um, And I think through that, I was able to just be really honest to be able to see myself and also be open to change. Yeah. And so I definitely agree with you about journaling definitely Mm. helped. Um, And also like, allowing yourself to go through it and feel the feelings as hard as it is when you let yourself yeah it it in the long run it does bring about growth and clarity at least that's been my experience um yeah and I think yeah like for poetry I think something that's really helped with me with using that as a medium to process heartbreak I think it's just really helped me to like I know there was one particular poem that I wrote in the middle of heartbreak like there was a series of them but there was one it was like you know when you have say like you've got like a whole ache on your whole like right arm right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and all the poems you're trying to write I'm trying to write are like talking about that pain but then there's this one poem where Mm -hmm. I was able to pinpoint where the source like where exactly it hurt the most mm, in my arm mm-hmm. like that poem helped me to do that and then once I was able to like pinpoint that it's almost like there was a relief mm. it's like when you're able to like specifically diagnose what yeah. it was that hurt and it's like yeah. it was that part yeah. and I feel like poetry like helps me get there okay. and then once it does once it's done it doesn't resolve it mm. but it helps to diagnose it and then take a step back and be like okay like this I can almost it, kind sort of move of thing. forward yeah yeah does that make sense yeah no it definitely makes sense it absolutely makes sense and I think it's just pro like you have to go through it to know to to be to be able to diagnose it I guess like you can't diagnose it if you haven't spent that time with yourself and allowed yourself to process it do you know what I mean um Mm -hmm. and and it might take a long time and once like you're saying you can figure out what hurt the most and why is this affecting me so much then that can really bring a lot of clarity and might even change a few of your decisions that you had previously but obviously there's a reason Mm -hmm. why you're hurting so much and so you need to kind of I guess um be vulnerable with yourself in a way because sometimes it's like I don't even be vulnerable with other people. Like being vulnerable myself is really weird because it's like no one's even here yeah. and I still don't want to open up. And it's like, that's so strange. Um, yeah. But like, I do feel like it helps. Um, <laughs> just need to Definitely. tell myself that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But oh, uh, easier yeah. said than done, right? It's much easier said than done. I mean, I should probably also say like prayer has been helping a lot, but the way I see prayer is a way is like open dialogue um, with God anyways. Mm. So it's like, I'm talking I'm it feels like I'm having a conversation in a way um because Mm -hmm. it helps me to share these things out loud these thoughts and feelings and also taking Mm -hmm. time do you know what I mean to pause (laughs) like breathe I did so much breathing today I was like I don't know I don't know why you're breathing so much but it's just sometimes you have to breathe do you know what I mean and just Mm -hmm. realize like you're here in this moment and it's fine (laughs) you know what I'm saying like present be present like yeah be present and and just trust that things are going to be okay do you know what I mean 
Um, yeah, that is important yeah. to, to remember that things are actually really, really going to be okay. They really will. They won't yeah. feel like it in the time, but they absolutely will. And mm. also I think laughter is so important to that. Like mm. it's vital. Like I remember I, a couple of years ago, I was going through a heartbreak at the same time as another friend of mine mm. and we were both in it, right? And we were just talking <laughs> and laughing at things like, I remember my fr- I remember my friend saying, I'm not eating solid food. Like, <laughs> bro, I'm not eating solid food. I'm like, I know what you and we were like crying with laughter at the fact that you can even have that, like yeah. that it affects you to that point. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, just like how seemingly ridiculous it can be, but yeah. like it's real. Yeah. Um, and you sure. can just be such a mess. Um, but yeah, yeah, being able to find laughter and that is also like literally is is a key ingredient for surviving for me anyway mm-hmm. you know no no I love that I absolutely love that because <laughs> it's necessary it is necessary I feel like laughter can kind of pierce through a lot of things not just heartbreak mm. just like awkward silences uncomfortability you know all of those things